the more money, um, money is energy again, right? It's this circuit when you give and receive. Um, and so if you can practice this unconditional infinite trust within yourself, that the more you give, the more you receive, and that it is your birthright to make as much money as you want, no matter what other people say or think, that's when you tap into the actual potential that you have within yourself. Hey, welcome to Super Crusher, your crush-worthy dose of influencer hacks, business tricks, and candy-flavored makeout sessions hosted by head cheerleader and self-proclaimed master of pep talks, me, Annabelle, also known as Belle. This podcast is devoted to influencer marketing, social media, creative entrepreneurship, and also course building strategies with a pinch of John Hughes. And if you do not know who John Hughes is, your homework is to watch 16 Candles, let's see, Uncle Buck, Pretty in Pink, Mr. Mom, that's a good one, some kind of wonderful classic, The Breakfast Club, Weird Science, She's Having a Baby, and the list goes on. So trust me here, just do it. Jake Ryan, eat your heart out. This episode is sponsored by our Vision of Cash Toolkit. This complete 8-10 to week self-study toolkit is going to be your secret weapon to taking your influencer game and business to the next level. It's a complete strategy from start to finish with a series of video trainings, tech tutorials, and companion materials. You will have all the tools you need to slay your ultimate first course with confidence. To learn more about our Vision of Cash course and to get started for free, go to www.supercrush.social and check out our Build Your Course Obstacle Buster webinar training. The thing is going on right now. It's on Evergreen for the moment, which means that the replay repeats. So check it out while it's still up. Total shortcut. And you can find the links to Vision of Cash and our free webinar in our show notes. Today, we're having a chat with Brittany Reed, online business mentor and ceremony facilitator who teaches entrepreneurs how to amp up their vibe, connect with their power through ritual, and create a robust foundation for making a shitload of money. She helps her clients find alignment and strengthen the core of their businesses by using practical tools to achieve massive results and less time focusing on mindset, self-connection, and helping open up perspective on what is truly possible. You guys, forget the hustle. There's a new way of building and running a business that's all about balance, and Brittany believes that your wealth starts with your health. Totally agree with that. And we're going to jump into some very important and exciting and liberating concepts on today's show. So get ready for some massive tricks to up-leveling your business and your witchy side. We'll be talking about the importance of ritual, her favorite tools for clearing space, and my favorite topic, money, and how to unravel the struggle and step into what she calls infinite earnings. So make sure to stick around to the end of the podcast because we've got a promo code that will give you a discount on her money relationship course. And I'll give you a link to Kajabi for a month for free, my favorite course building and nerd, nerdy marketing software. So Brittany, welcome to the Super Crusher podcast. Mm, Thank you so much. It's a blessing. I'm so glad you're like grounded and you're going to help me stay in my body. body 
It's one actually thing that a lot of people mention with me when they meet me in in the physical. Um, they kind of tend to stand around me. Um, I don't know, but I it's, apparently I'm grounded. Well, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. So before we jump, I want to know everything about you. But before we go into that, I'm going to start the conversation with um, explaining my super crush theory. Mm-hmm. And so basically, I have this theory that I have. Okay, so let me start here. So super crush energy is the is the energy of your first crush in full force, like the first time you really fell in like love, but not kid love and not like adult love, just like really crushed out usually happens like around 13 ish. Our cultural conditioning kind of unconsciously shuts most of this energy down before we really grow up. And I'm super into neuroplasticity and the brain's ability to rewire itself. So what I do is I help people remember this crush energy and then practice it so that it turns back on in, at full force because it's like your life force, you know, and literally rewires that frequency and that magic back into your life just by conjuring up that feeling. So I kind of feel like you might be doing a version of this in your own in your money course because your super crush energy is really, like I just said, your life force. So if you're shutting down your life force, you're shutting down your financial flow. So that said, let's talk about your first crush. Can you conjure that feeling right now? You probably can. You're probably like a master at this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can feel it, but it's I think words are a little bit um fogged in what it feels like. I actually remember 13. You know back in the MSN days? I'm actually remembering a person right now that came into my life. Um and uh, the word flows coming like where there's this ecstatic energy, but you're so rooted in it. Um, and you know, your purpose. Um, and there's no feeling of scarcity or uncertainty. You just do it. Mm-hmm. That's what's coming through right now. But I'm remembering this beautiful, beautiful soul that walked into my life. He was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about him recently or at any point in the last – I mean, is he not in your life anymore? He isn't in my life anymore. No, he isn't. Um, you know, we actually only have talked like maybe once, but he's married and he has two kids and they're so adorable. Um, we're still connected like through social channels, but mm-hmm. um, not in the physical anymore. And uh, his whole family was was very, very foundational. Um, and he he was a hockey player, and he had like that hockey hair, you know, where they have like their hair that kind of like flips out from their from their cap, you know. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, he that's who's coming through right now. Oh, I love it. I met him on MSN, you know, like he was from a different town. Just like I grew up on a lake and he was on, he was from the other side of the lake, just further down though. Um, yeah. 
Where in Canada do you live? Yeah, I live in Saskatchewan. Um, so in the prairies of Canada. So imagine just taking the formation of the shape of Canada and dropping it right in the middle and then going down to the south. So we live in the south middle part of Canada. Right now it's the beginning of the snowy season. So we are embarking into the darkness and stillness of the season of winter and the the death of, of the season. And so it's snowy right now. It's um, winter is fully here. The sun is still shining with blue sky, though. And uh, I've been back here. I was born um, on a lake just about 30 minutes outside of the city. And uh, I left when I was 18 across the world. And I've been kind of a globe trotter all over Canada person um, for many, many years. And then three years ago, I came back here um, because my soul was telling me I needed to come back. And I'll tell you, it has been one wild ride. Um, And this is where I live now. Um, Right now, this is where we reside, just for now, though. Give me a picture of it. Is where you live uh, rural or... Um, it's in the city, and so we live in the east end of the city, which is a new um, development, and it is nothing like a city. Like, you probably would come here going, it's a small town. Um, mm-hmm. My friend from Toronto that comes here, she's just, you know, I, I told her, oh, we're driving out to my parents' house. It'll be 30 minutes um, from the airport. And she imagined we would be going through city lights the entire time. And we got on the highway and it was pitch black. <laughs> so it's the, it's, it's a city. Um, but there's, when I moved back, it felt more like a small town. There's like two under 300,000 people, maybe. 300,000. Yeah, that's that seems small to me. Yeah, that's like a suburb, but, you know, right? <laughs> I'm a New Yorker, so I don't know. There are like millions of people yeah. living on top of each other. Yeah. So I was born um, in a town where there was maybe a thousand people in summer. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And it was on a lake. So and that sounds sort of idyllic. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful childhood, um, growing up on the lake and, and, uh, I still feel like such a, a well-rounded and well-globe-trotted, like, I don't, you know, I've been in really, really big cities. I've lived in big cities now. Um, but I'm still just like a small town girl. Like, you know, if you live down the street, just like come on by and open the door and come in sort of feel Mm -hmm. like I love that. Um, and that's what I grew up with. Um, and just growing up right by water, um, when you're in the middle of Canada was so, so precious. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that sounds so nice. I actually, um, used to live in British Columbia, I guess, when I was a baby, but I was a toddler size, so I don't remember. I don't really remember it. Maybe I do a little bit. Mm. So let's talk about your journey. How did you end up becoming this online business sort of mentor uh, as opposed to one in real life? Or you probably do both, right? Yeah, I actually do both. I have physical clients here in um, where I live. And then I have online clients. I actually pretty well see everyone online. Um, Mm -hmm. 
because location freedom is very, very important to me. And I like to take spontaneous trips. Um, right now we're a little bit really grounded, um, my partner and I. And so he, um, he and I are just in, and it's also winter. So, um, not moving up like around as much, but, um, it's really important for me to, to be able to just be spontaneous and go and work in a whole different city if I want, like two hours away, if I feel the nudge. Um, yeah, but I, so that journey, um, I went from traveling the world to coming back to doing a little bit of university. Um, this is the condensed, um, version. It's quite a, quite a, a wild journey. Um, but I came back, did a little bit of university was going, you know, no, this is not where it's at for me, um, studying engineering and all I did is love health. And so I actually moved out to BC and, um, feel so incredibly blessed because a partner at the time he was going out there for film school, um, to do graphic design at this film school. Um, and I was just like sitting in sitting where we were from. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not doing anything. I might as well go and experience the city and, and see what's on the coast. Um, I always felt drawn to the coast because it's a lot more earthiness. There's a lot more, um, importance of health and, um, sustainable living. And I just loved being by the ocean. And so I went out there and I actually went into, um, holistic nutrition school and yoga teacher training and really just diving into the aspects of myself that were so, um, were so part of me. I grew up, you know, in a, in a farming, like the prairies are farmers. So it's very like government farming, um, a little bit closed-minded, takes a long time for shifts to happen here. Um, and it's happening and it's happening at a free, like a higher frequency now. But um, I was, you know, 14, gluten-free, nearly vegan and living in farming town where people eat meat and potatoes and don't even understand the concept of like sitting with your breath. Um, but, but farmers are actually so incredibly like what I've learned being back in Saskatchewan is they take so much time for themselves. It's just in different forms. Um, and I was just seeking, I felt this soul nudge of wanting to explore more and explore the depths of the dimensions of, of this human experience. And I went over to BC and I was there and I studied and wild moments happened. And then I ended up actually in Bali, um, back in Australia. And I was working online, seeing clients nutritionally and really, um, then creating programs. And I worked with businesses and I would help them with their social media and um, I'd help them with their clients to deepen their understanding of their health based off of what kind of business I was with at the time. And um, then I, I became a contractor and I just sort of fell into it. And I fell into being a multi-hat kind of individual where I would help someone nutritionally and then help their business nutritionally, you know, like mm -hmm. it's kind of the same, yeah. same, but just different a little bit. Yep. Um, and 
at that point, I was just wanted to create more, um, more freedom in my life. And I really wanted to see these sacred business owners, these nutritionists and yoga teachers and Reiki teachers and other coaches, mindset coaches, and that truly actually reach a level of freedom that I had witnessed and how to do that by weaving a web through this digital space so that you can create more opportunity and create um, more wealth because you're not then just looking at a marketplace of where you reside, but you're looking at a marketplace of billions of people. Um, and yeah, especially when you're in, in the middle of nowhere, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like right in the middle of nowhere. So it was even like the stranger concept for people. Um, and I just kept seeing so many entrepreneurs that have such, um, incredible, potent offerings, but they were so disconnected to themselves and they were running around, um, you know, even the, the people that I would contract to, they were running around, you know, from the moment they woke up to the moment they went to sleep and they kind of prided themselves over it. And I said, this is no way of your life. You know, like, what are you building this for? Cause you don't even know if you're going to be here tomorrow. Um, and it just sort of was this evolution of weaving them together, which has been very, very interesting because, um, I talk about so many different facets of entrepreneurship when it comes to our health, our actual connection with ourselves, the stillness, the sacred tools to allow you to clear your energy, to strengthen your aura, to talk about the energy bodies, but then also talk about it in a business form and how when you work in these certain facets of our of ourselves, you can scale your business without even blinking an eye of a strategy. You can fill your fill your offerings and and scale um and scale your income by just turning inward. And it's something that's appearing more and more. I feel in the space of entrepreneurship, um, more and more people are coming forward talking about how meditation, you know, has given them such um, trust and certainty and depth of creation even. Um, But it's still very new because it's not like here, place this X, Y, and Z formula. (laughs) Yeah, this is so, so, so important because I feel like in so many people used to really pride themselves on the hustle. Mm -hmm. I mean, even putting that in the name of some of their businesses and stuff. And, and even when I was building my, my business, um, I was spending so much time on my computer that I noticed that it kind of, I would get singed out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe one of the reasons I've been staying up late is because I do spend so much time like staring at the screen. So my so I've had a really difficult time finding um that balance that you're talking about and I am a super conscious person who's been this way forever. So if I'm having a difficult time staying connected, I can't imagine what other people who don't even realize um what this is yet or mm-hmm. are, are, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just feel like there's such a huge need for what you bring to this in this like space, especially online space with, with people just staring at com- 
computers and drinking too much coffee. I'm actually drinking coffee right now. <laughs> I would I got, water I, right now. <laughs> I, I just made a new one because I was like, how am I going to get through this? Because like I said, I'm like so tired today. Yeah. So I'm st- I'm conscious that I'm using these tools that aren't very sustainable um, or healthy maybe, but I'm still kind of doing it. So I so appreciate what you're doing and even just having this conversation with you because already I just feel like I came into this all kind of crazy and I'm I'm feeling so much clearer. But for me it just I I got to a point where I realized I had to start the meditation practice or I was just going to uh not be able to function. So one of the things I really wanted to dig into in this conversation with you is um how you help people with money. I feel like money is such a hot topic always for everyone. And I kind of love to talk about it mm. because I love money. I mean, I I know it's taboo to say that, but I think that that, that um, that's the journey yeah. um, <laughs> to get to a point where you can talk about money as something more like breath or something more like energy. Mm-hmm. So how do you help people reconnect with their or, or heal their relationship with money? I know you have a course on that. Yeah. So with money, um, there's many, many layers that come with money. And so the the course is really um, what the beautiful thing about the course is, is that um, you can kind of, you can take the course at any level of what your bank account is uh, because mm-hmm. money is a constant energy exchange. And um, we, it is taboo. And the first thing is to, to release that from our, our mind and our whole cellular system that it is taboo because it's not. Money isn't taboo in any shape, way or form. Um, It's just how people utilize this energy. And for people to truly start to understand that money is beautiful, um, we go through a series of of processes and techniques to break down the the generational patterns. Um, money, our money story will sit uh, seven generations before us, and when we actually choose within this journey on. Uh, here on planet earth right now as an individual, when we choose to actually really um, open up that space and evolve our money um, story and our money relationship, we actually heal seven um, generations to come within our lineage. It's that actually powerful. It's super uncomfortable because it sits in the energy centers of our ego, our self-esteem, our creation, our pleasure, um, our source of identity. And that's where that taboo comes in Um, because people, and I, I mean, I like, I was that exact walking example that money can trigger people like even just releasing this this course um which is going to be a live course where you're actually working with me um is it's i watched it i could feel people getting triggered and i could feel situations happen to the people up to their money situation and they had these um 
you know, the soul shaking moments. And the, the way we approach money is truly identifying what was your first experience with money and what did you overhear? What, what did you witness as a child? Um, and this is where the inner child work comes into play a little bit of working with, um, what did you experience? And, you know, when you came here with your mother or father or whoever was that guardian, um, person for you that kind of raised you and supported you to to where you are today what was their relation with money and and how did they imprint their ideas around this this energy um, into your system so we work with a lot with um with actually breaking down because you can break it down into your mind and have a better mindset, but until it's broken down and released from the cellular structures, um, it won't ever go away. It'll just come back because our cellular memory is what vibrates. We have, you know, like so, 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 so many, 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 many cells and they vibrate and they communicate with each other. And that builds out your auric, your, your energy bodies that we have. And so when we talk about chakras or, um, this, I feel like could probably be a whole other conversation. Um, but the energy bodies of what our actual whole system is. And so it's about shaking and um, releasing them from those patterns so that you can actually create the relationship that you desire with money. Um, And the only reason why we aren't achieving the money that's accessible to us is we're stopping ourselves and we're limiting ourselves from truly, truly tapping into that infinite earning um, potential we have within ourselves. And that's what differentiates ourselves from where we are today. And, and that other person that is making, you know, multi-billions or something. Um, It's just an energy and it's how you work with it and it's how you view it um, and how you actually talk about it and communicate with people about it. Um, So you will never hear me say anything's too expensive. I don't believe anything is too expensive. Um, I don't question prices. Yeah, because energy, we exchange energy through, um, and so we exchange money through giving and receiving, through paying or Mm -hmm. being paid, right? One or the other. Mm -hmm. Um, More times than we eat in a day. So the time that you go out and you use your car, well, you're using energy that you've paid for. So you've paid, mm-hmm. you've paid for that license plate. You've paid for that insurance. You've paid for the gas. You've paid for the car. You're using that energy and you're exchanging it. And um, then you go to a coffee shop and you buy a coffee. Um, you are you are giving money to somebody to to further their life, and you are receiving what you want. So I want a coffee. Okay, I'm going to pay for a coffee, and then I'm literally paying for someone else's um, business or um, child's, you know, university fund or food on their plate or whatever it is. And, and I'm getting what I want in return. And so it's literally just an energy exchange. But people yeah. have this um, because of where it sits within our body. It also sits within the digestive system um, in terms of um, the blueprint of our chakras and our energy um, pathways. Is money sits within our 
our digestive system. So sometimes when you have really um, big conversations around money or things, you can feel that nauseousness. Like you almost like you can feel that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where it sits is our digestive system. And our digestive system takes food, breaks it down to gain nutrients to then have energy. So it's the same process. So if our body is not, um, our digestive system is not strong, um, is not assimilating, and there's a lo- bunch of like gunk in our system, we will not be able to actually tap into the earning potential we have within ourselves. And this is one of the most recent, um, very fun, very amazing things that you can do with money is uh, one of our course members. And before she signed up, I said, well, go and clean out your wallet. I want you to clean out your wallet, get rid of every receipt or any wrapper or any sort of anything Cause like some, I seriously, if I went to the coffee shop right now and asked everyone to bring out their wallet, the amount of like chaos that's sitting in the wallet, well, mm-hmm. no wonder why there's amount of chaos within our money relationship. Um, and people don't treat their wallet with respect, just like they would treat their body with food or they would go to the gym to take care of their physical muscles and, or do that program for their mindset. The, the, the wallets can be just chaos and that ripples into our life. And then the next day, so she cleaned it out and the next day she had four, you know, four, more than four people sign up, two other inquiries, another product sale, and a bunch of things came through because we allow space. The more space we allow, the more money that can come in. It's so funny that you say that because I um, once had a boyfriend who I don't even I don't even know if he used his wallet, but he used to just have keep money like um, in a like not like a roll or anything organized. It was like just scrunched up in his pockets, and he was just always. It was just like he would bring it out to use it or whatever, and it would just be all this scrunched up money that he would just like put places and I used to be thinking like this is this is not really a good sign that's not like a way, that's not a way to respect your money and when I would say that to him he would be like that's crazy but it's so funny that you say that because that really bugged that that really bugged mm-hmm. me about him and I what I realized is that it kind of was a symbol of his what you might call a money story. What is a money story? So a money story is a story that we've been creating within our being deeply actually rooted within the subconscious mind because it creates patterns. And so we've been telling our story, we've been telling ourselves this story of what we're truly capable of. Um, And this, this actually comes back to the moment that we started witnessing and understanding what money is. And it goes even further back than the age of seven. Because oftentimes we'll, we have experienced uh, some sort of exchange of money or conversation. Um, and once that conversation happens and, and then when the actual chakra 
um, within the the first chakra that gets developed is in your root, and that's when you're first born. And and by the time you're about three, you're moving into the second and third, and that's where all of that sits. Um, and more so towards your four, four. And so by the time those chakras have been actually developed, you've already created a story. And so think of it as an energy circle going, and and you've created this story based off of what you've been um, ingesting information, because we're also at that age we're just like this sponge of absorption of information. And so we're trying to identify um, what is ours and what isn't and um, filter all of the the things that we're learning as little kids. Um, And our story comes with the conversation that we've been having around money. Um, So then we go into school and um, we're not, money's not talked about. Why isn't money talked about in math class? Why? Why don't we know about accounting or taxes or how to leverage our in our income so that we can um, invest and in, and create more wealth? Like why have why isn't that talked about? That's one of the biggest things that we have to do when we graduate from school, and we don't have a totally. bank account or we don't have um, the ability to go ask this person for for money anymore or wh- whatever that looks like. Um, all of our stories are very different. We've all had very, very different um, experiences with money. And it starts with what story have you been telling yourself? Because at the end of the day, no matter what we're doing, we're telling ourselves a story. Um, we're telling ourselves some sort of illusion that we're attaching ourselves to because the ego wants to attach to something, to identify and to create separateness. That, okay, I see you, you see me, but truly actually we're all completely one. And within this money um, aspect, we have billions of billion upon billions of transactions happening literally within the thin air. Like we use cards now. We don't even exchange like an actual bill for a bill as much anymore. We're using a card. So we're using digital currency. And so there's this money all flying around us. So we truly have the ability to grasp it to take hold of what this this higher frequency of um, of money can be for us. But we've been telling ourselves a story because we've been listening um, to other people and we've been allowing other people to craft our identity um, through our teachers. What have they said? Even the simple act um, of one person not or just seeing their parents mention one single comment about money in front of their child can spiral a very toxic relationship with money for themselves, not like just for themselves and their identity around money. But then as we grow up and we go and get jobs, we're being told, okay, you get $20 an hour for this amount of time. So I'm going to pay you X amount a month for your time. And so then we actually get reinforced that, oh my, my time's only worth this. I am only worthy of this amount of money. You know, how can he have this or she have this, but I can only have this. And why is money feel like a big struggle for me? And it comes down to actually understanding your story, understanding how you're actually relating to money and how you're working with it. Because again, we come back to that we use money more times than we eat. So yeah, it's important to focus on your health and to eat well, because that will also give you energy in the forms of actual like 
thinking and clear thinking and, and, you know, um, movement and, um, healthy skin and, you know, nice, like good, healthy teeth and all these things, but we, we work with money. So we actually reinforce these habits and these beliefs more times than we, than, um, we nearly practice anything. And the more times we practice paying for something and feeling so incredibly scared, oh my, that $10 or that $50 or that 20000 or whatever it might be, whatever currency and number it's landing in, but I'm never going to get that back. There's this feeling of, oh my, I've never, I'm never going to get it back. It's not going to come back. Because you see them, you actually see the physical number decrease. Mm-hmm. And for someone to then increase that number, it takes doing something different. And coming back to your money story and understanding what are the aspects of yourself that are limiting you and that are holding you back and that you're rigid on. Um, so I used to like shove money in a can when I was quite young. Um, and I would keep it in this can in my room and I'd have crystals on it and everything and like have it kind of blessed in this corner. And I made more money. Um than ever, but I was so incredibly, I was also moving and I was saving and, and we were like, I was moving out to BC at this time. Um, but the thought of spending that money, I was like, no, I don't want to, but the more money, um, money is energy again, right? It's this circuit when you give and receive. Um, and so if you can practice this unconditional infinite trust within yourself, that the more you give, the more you receive, and that it is your birthright to make as much money as you want, no matter what other people say or think, that's when you tap into the actual potential that you have within yourself. Because we also um, allow other people's judgments around money. Um, We just allow them to come into our mind. Um, and if we're trying, you know, with a partner or our parents, like I will not talk about money with my parents. I just don't want to, because that's a generation that I'm healing. And I grew up with never, mm. like, we always had everything we wanted, except a private jet. <laughs> Something, you know, <laughs> like there was never shortage of like, like, accessing what we wanted but the fear mm-hmm. and stress um that came from it um and i witness it going back to a small town you know the the amount of money that i move through um and exchange and how willing i am to just you know donate as much as i as, as much as i can at that particular time or um is foreign like people are like what it's not about random acts yeah. of kindness. It's about circulating that energy. Because if you don't circulate right. the energy, you can't change the energy. Right. And some people just have the ability to move a lot of energy, which requires just moving a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it, the story is, yeah. it's um, layers upon layers. And, and we work to really identify what are the root What's the root of your story? What is yours and what isn't yours? What have you allowed to become yours, but you don't truly actually believe in? 
And where are the leakages of where are you over consuming or where are you holding back in such scarcity? And what does that look like in your relationship and where, um, and then we tap into a lot of, um, time and money and exchanging. And uh, because I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, um, we look at, you know, what is that actual exchange and are you within value of your pricing and what does that look like in time form and when, where do you want to go and what's, what's your, you know, your desire. And so that's a different aspect, but, um, I have, you know, clients that are building businesses, um, and they end up getting like three promotions when they work with me while they're building their business. Um, and mm-hmm. some people don't even get a promotion, let alone a 50 cent raise or a dollar raise in a year. And it's like, well, you know, you're making this business, you know, potentially millions of dollars and you're only getting a dollar increase. It's just really, and that's why a lot of people have um, a lot of interesting stories around money is because they've never been in an empowered space to actually truly understand what their money situation is, where they're going, where they want to go, and actually truly understand that the only person that is limiting you from experiencing the money that you want is yourself. And you can look at it statistically proven that, you know, the, the majority of the top earning people in the world, yes, some of them came from generational wealth, but a lot of them built it up. Yeah. Well, one of the really interesting things about, I feel like what's going on in the online world is that you can separate your the concept of your hours for time or yeah, like yeah. dollars for hours you know, especially with things like online courses. And that's that sort of liberation is just like a total game changer when you move into this space because you can scale like never before, you know? I remember making my first, I sold this, I had a sale on for this little like nutrition course. And I remember going to a coffee shop and having my phone ding for the first time I had ever sold to someone that literally like I had, I didn't even know their name. I didn't like, I had no idea who they were and they bought it. And I just sat there going, well, that was fucking easy. Like, and I know that that's going to give them so much value. Like I know that that course, that program, what they're going to do through, uh, it was a sugar-free one and they're going to, they were going to go through a sugar-free 21 days to reset, um, their ability to, we can talk about, we would be able to talk about what sugar-free and why the importance of doing something like that. And I just knew that the importance of what that course could give them or that it was a program more say, so the, um, and just knowing that, wow, that person just got such a beautiful, valuable program to move and to change their life. And I literally just made, tw- and it was $20. <laughs> it was just $20. But I was at a coffee shop and I was with going to like a thrift, um, kind of like a pop-up trunk show um, with a bunch of local um, vendors and everything and going like, wow. And I was like, what would it be like to make that now? every day? Or what would that be like to make that every hour? Or what would that be like to make that every half an hour or 20 minutes or 
mm-hmm. you know? And so that's yeah. the beautiful space of the online world was you can tap into this growth space of income that you don't have to exchange the time and money and there's not as much overhead for you to actually have the life and business of your dreams. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it's so incredible. And I feel like – so I help people make – put their courses together and pricing their course, mm-hmm. putting a value to the course, I think a lot of – is really difficult for a lot of people. And one of the reasons – that um, I really wanted to talk to you is this mindset piece. I mean, basically, you're you're helping people align their mindset. A lot of people don't even realize that this you have to do this first, or nothing else is going to work. Yeah, you know, they yeah. spend all their time, you know, building their stuff and doing everything perfectly. But if you don't have this one mindset piece aligned, mm-hmm. um. You nothing is going to work. Yeah, and that that's the important like this. I've been asked to do this course so for so long, and I was like, no, no, no. We have to be a, like it's just for my private clients. Um, and this is part of what we what we move through because I said you cannot make the money that you want until you start looking in the dark of what you're not looking at. You're not looking at your bank account. You're not, you're, you're going to buy crackers and you don't even know what numbers in your bank account because you're avoiding it. Or, you know, like you don't even know, like in, until you know where you stand and you can really start to practice that muscle within the space um, and to strengthen it, that's when you can actually make the income you want. But you're not going to make the income you want from that course, that program you launch, because you're not changing the energy within yourself and you're not dealing with your mindset around money and around this currency. Like you can want to make, you know, $4 million or whatever, or even $1,000 online. Um, but until you start looking at how you truly are working with that currency, like it's just actually not going to sell. And if it does, it's going to be struggle, just like making the, you know, $500 at your job or whatever. It's right. going to be just as much of a struggle. And so it's allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to to make the money you want and then to then build out a business that um, is within resonance and alignment of what is truth to you in this form. And then you're providing more value for Mm -hmm. your customers and your clients. Like you're providing more value when you do this work because you're raising your actual energetic system and your energy, um, which then raises theirs as well. So once people become more conscious of what their money story is, Mm -hmm. what would some actionable steps be in taking to start to rewrite that story? So it happens with every interaction. Um, and this is where the, the, the hardest work is. And it's not hard. It's just you're dealing with your neuroplasticity and, you know, these habits that you've ingrained for how many years. So um, it's literally like health when we're trying to change our, our meal from one thing to a healthier option. And it begins with the interaction every day that you have. 
Um, and then, of course, if you want to build out a course or a program or, you know, start a business and that, then there's there's a few other things in, in terms of doing that. But to really actually see the results and shifts are the daily actions of how you move through and interact with money and watching yourself um, in your thoughts and how you... Um, allow money to be talked about and where your boundaries on actually stopping conversations that potentially are a little bit vulnerable for you still. Um, because if, well, we're starting to change our reality, it's going to also create like a little bit of disturbance within the, um, the story we've been telling ourselves and telling other people and interacting in our relationships. So it really comes down to, and this is where I call like the non-negotiable daily rituals, um, of how you actually start to practice the, the infinite earning potential and to practice pure abundance and, and knowing that you're fully supported and that when you give, you receive. Um, so there's, there's rituals that, um, can, that are the most important to do every single day so that you create that new habit and you create that new neural pathway within your mind um, of abundance and of peer trust and knowing that when you give, um, the only result is receiving more than you've gave. So what would an example of one of those rituals be? One really, really big uh, ritual is practicing the the blessing of receiving or giving money. And so when I give someone money or or pay for something, I literally become present with myself and say thank you, whether that's to them or internally. And and practicing gratitude increases our energy and it keeps us in a state of flow and. Um, and then when I'm paying for like a bill, I just think about what it's given me, like the, our water bills, we're just given water, yeah. you know, before we get the bill. So someone's just effortlessly just given you water to nourish your body, to wash all of your things, you know, and then you, at the end of the day, you get this bill and to say, thank you. And I actually used to write on the back of um, when I used to get checks, I would write a blessing, like, thank you so much for this infinite abundance, like whether what, whatever amount it was. And that um, changed the actual ability to receive and to gain opportunities. And it might sound so like it's not, you know, putting it in a formula into a spreadsheet. Um, it's this sort of work that because we practice this exchange so much that you actually start to see how abundant you truly are, even if your bank account is not where you want it, because you're, you're realizing that it's like, wow, you know, I have this table and I have this laptop that allows me to have a conversation with you and for us to share this conversation with our communities and your communities to, to potentially change that one person's life, you know, and to actually truly just understand that every single moment we have, we can be in a space of gratitude and, and abundance. And it starts with working with cleaning out your wallet's a really great ritual. Also, when you give and receive money, no matter what your situation is, the one thing that you can do 
is to give it a blessing and to give it thanks and um, to truly be present um, because so many people just say, oh, like they just accept it, um, you know, and, the, and there's no like actual presence like we would be sharing with a loved one. And so money is like our best friend. So how do you want to treat your best friend? How would you treat someone that you love? Start treating your money like that. It really is a relationship. And when you're in that state of seeing everything of like, wow, you know, this is amazing. Like, look at what I've created and celebrate. The more you're actually actually increasing your energy and you're increasing and going from that one radio station to another radio station, which is a different frequency. So you're amping up your frequency, which then attracts more and you become a money magnet. So you, you get all of these different opportunities to cultivate more abundance, whether that is something for your house or physically in your bank account, but you can cultivate more abundance and, and within business, um, side of things, um, I teach people on how to, when they're launching something, instead of just being in launch mode where you're down, your head's pretty well like right close to the keyboard, (laughs) just taking away doing all these launch things and these strategies. Well, that's not expansive energy. You're contracting and contracting and contracting because you're doing. You're in the masculine of just doing where the state of receiving is the feminine of the nurturing. And what are the practices um, and strategies for you as a physical being to do while you're launching? And then the launch becomes that much more ease and flow and you're able to effortlessly just sign people up because you're within alignment and you're in a state of receptivity of saying, okay, it's open time, ready to go. Do you want in? Do you want to change, you know, or whatever the course or program or thing might be. But people go into launch mode and they forget to even like take a breath (laughs) or to go outside for two seconds and look at that sun that never stops shining down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's a couple different kind of, you know, strategies based on what you're doing and it, and it all comes down to if no matter where you are, what you do, if you're a business owner, um, you have a career or you're just, you know, um, a young little teen bopper coming in um, to adulthood and you want to create the actual earning potential within, it starts with the relationship of how do you treat money and how do you um, exchange this energy and where are the leakages and being taking ownership of those leakages? Because I mean, at the end of the day, we don't get taught this stuff in school. Well, some people don't, I'm sure that some schools, but I was never taught in high school. So it's doing and it's forever evolving. And that's why you can do this sort of course or this sort of like diving into your money story and your money relationship. Because at the end of the day, when you when you move to another level of income that comes with a whole other energy. And when you move to another level and you keep scaling, um, it there's different energy that comes with it. And um, I spoke on this yesterday of someone um, that has a global business and the amount of energy that's moving of employees, of production managers, of, you know, mailing, of all of these different things that um, that's a different energy to, so for you to go from, you know, uh, 
a job maybe at a grocery store and then become the CEO of that, you're probably going to fry your energy body and burn out because you have to change your energy, your mindset, and the way you deal with time manage, like time management and the way you interact with time creates then more abundance and you can scale better. But you can't be doing what you did before to actually have what you want. Mm-hmm. Because then you would have it. Exactly. You actually have to change yeah. your identity. Like changing your mindset yeah. is is because you need to be the person who is going to get you what you want to have. <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense, but yeah. This is another practice. Um, is what the version of you, that you, like the version of you of that goal or desire, that version of you that has the ability to travel the world, you know, works I don't know, 10 hours a week, 20 hours a week, or even maybe 40 hours, but you're in your business, you're traveling the world, you're making multiple six figures, you're able to invest into, you know, businesses or stocks, um, you have a, you know, a, a solid system that's, that's developing and working, and you're moving into these different areas, and you have all of the vacation you want, and, and you're waking up, and you get to own your whole day. Who is that version? Like, who is it? How does that person wake up? How do they communicate with you, you know, people? What do you, how do you take care of yourself? And, and figuring out what that version is, which we don't do, we just put a goal up. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't actually do like the amount of of um, acknowledging and and uh, really honing in on what that looks and feels like. So, what do you want your day to feel like? And then ask yourself, you know, when something happens in the middle of your day, how would that version of me deal with this? Yeah. How would that version of me handle this? Yeah, and 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 what thoughts does that version of me have? Yeah, what thoughts? Um, how do they feel in their day? How do they work with their money? Well, they're not avoiding it because they know that if they avoid it, they're going to avoid and close off possibilities and, and opportunities. You know, when we're in a state of contraction, when we're closing off mm-hmm. and we're, we're not um, allowing, we're not trusting, we're actually giving off energy of don't come near me. So how can you make the income you want if you're telling everyone, don't come near me? Mm-hmm. You're telling money, don't come near me. <laughs> yeah, don't, money don't come near me. Opportunities don't come near me. People don't, you know, invite me to things or ask me to, you know, be part of something. Or, um, And so it's a beautiful, it's a really beautiful practice to dive into, especially when you are choosing to create your own time and your own life. So if you're choosing to create your own business, yeah. <laughs> then you got to do this work <laughs> because you're the one that makes the money now. You don't have someone making the money and then just handing you a paycheck because you've exchanged time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> wow. You have just jam-packed so much. Speaking of value, I mean, everything you just said was like solid gold. Thank you oh, so thank much. You. What an amazing conversation. I'm happy to serve. Wow. Um, I just have one more little question for yeah. you, which is um, your favorite space clearing tools, because part of my money thing is to c- just be constantly not not only clearing my thoughts, but my space, my body, everything. What are your favorite tools to use for mm. this? Minimalist lifestyle. 
That is one good yeah, thing. Me, me yeah, me too. <laughs> um, so minimalizing everything. Um, if you're just finding something stagnant in your life, even if it's not in terms of money, but um, something just feels stagnant, go and donate something. Go and clean out a box and get rid of it um, because that holds energy. And so I am and my partner, he we are big minimalist people um, and it's a continuous adventure to go down because we have a house. We don't own much. Like literally, I think we have like four things on the wall in the entire house, (laughs) Um, like four little items, but um, we live a very minimalist um, life and we only bring in valuable things. So things that make us feel good. So you'll see lots of plants um, and just like crystals in that because um, that's what makes us feel really, really great. And we have a beautiful altar and that, and just living very minimal. So not over consuming. And I think I actually over consume beautiful coffees every once in a while and but um, <laughs> clearing and minimalism has been one of the most profound things. So I, um, at any point of time, feel like something's not moving or shifting or there doesn't feel like that alignment or flows happening. Um, I also look at the astrology and whatnot um, and the moon and where I'm at in my cycle. But the um, clearing of space is going to clear space for what you want. So that's um, one big thing. And a practicing letting go of that is amazing. Um, like being able to just let go of items, um, because they truly don't come with us when we transition. So, um, that's a, such a practice, um, for your money story as well as to let go of items that, you know, are just sitting there that you haven't worn. So you'll see me donate a bunch of like clothes. If I haven't worn them, I have a, um, like two months seasons are a little bit different. Like I'll keep seasonal clothes, but if I haven't wore something for two months, I I'll donate it. Um, that's one I have selenite, um, when I'm working on my computer to keep the energy, um, very fluid because selenite is, um, a neutralizer and it's a cleansing, um, cleansing crystal. And so I practice a lot with selenite and have selenite gridded in our house to keep the energy flowing, um, very, very, um, very nice, nicely, (laughs) um, Palo Santo and uh, sage is a daily ritual for myself to clear my energy. Or if I've been maybe with somebody that's been holding and or going through something really, really deep, I'll I'll make sure I just clear my energy so that um, there is no um, ability for it to imprint into our beings. Um, oh, I feel like a Kundalini. So that's the biggest practice. That's my self practice. It's Kundalini. Um, so. Anytime that I have the ability to cleanse a space or clear something, it's happening <laughs> through mm-hmm. the elements of the earth of Palo Santo and sage, um, selenite, um, minimalism, living. Like that's been one of the most profound things and simplifying everything I do in business. So if something, if things start feeling overwhelming or um, there's a lot of shifting and changing in that, I'll come back and simplify. Um, and look at what are the things that I'm doing that no longer serves me um, or doesn't feel very expansive. Wow. So powerful. Are there any last words of wisdom that you feel like you need to throw in here before we wrap this up? I just think the the best thing that we all can do is to, to truly clear all of the lower vibration and the lower thoughts and and feelings and 
getting in our own way because you were born here to be the most infinite and divine expression of yourself and to never hold back and just to do the work as when we wake up and we do the work and we take each day as an opportunity um we gift each other the ability to do the same um and to never stop expressing what you want with loving kindness but to never and, and truly take ownership um take ownership of everything in your life because then you gift yourself the ability to change it and when we take ownership um we're less hard on ourselves um because truly we're all just walking this path trying to figure it out um and figure out what feels the greatest so I just say like celebrate, you know, the moments that you can celebrate anything and that means like dancing and just moving your body or laughing or doing something goofy in that, do it because that will ultimately shift um shift where you're at and and give you the opportunity and the the um divine wisdom that you're looking for. Um but it starts with yourself and when you walk the path of self awareness and and self understanding, you'll you'll achieve everything you want in your life been sitting here this whole time with a smile on my face listening to your you talk. Thank you so much. So much. You guys, thank you so much for joining this conversation today. I just am totally in love with Brittany. I feel like I just got a little mini healing just listening to her talk on this show today. Um, I needed some grounding. So thanks, Brittany. So if you want a discount code on Brittany Reed's Money Relationship Course, you can get $77 off. The secret code is podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And you can find the link on our Super Crush page. It's supercrush.social forward slash blog forward slash episode 05. And all the information on this podcast will be in the show notes. And if you liked this conversation, please rate and review and like and i'm so excited to have you listening this is brand new and it's been really fun to do this and i hope you like it i'm also offering 28 days for free if you want to check out kajabi which is my favorite course building and marketing software you can use it for everything including your email including um your lead pages including the members area of your uh of course site and the front end including your website and your blog it's totally crazy i actually literally have ditched all my other software you can also now use it for webinars evergreen and live it connects with zoom it's just insane so if you want to try that for free go over to the show notes for this page again it is supercrush.social forward slash blog forward slash episode 05 And now it's time to amp up your self-care routine with my favorite meditation guru. His name is Richard Tyler. This song is called Avalon Sunrise, and you can find the link to all his stuff in the show notes or go over to YouTube and find him at Richard Tyler Music on YouTube. Totally amazing. Enjoy. XX Bell.